Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Okay, so overall, out of 10, you would rate this a this profile. Yeah, that's a 9 out of 10. You did a great job. Thank you. Yes, good job. I give it a 4. Oh what the fuck? I like some more like manly pictures. What this You is- want him holding a fish? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And my son... He's a stand-up comic, a mime, and a Buddhist clown. Together we chat about sex twice a week. Why do we do it, Mother? Because we want to break down the barriers. Actually, I came up with a t-shirt idea. What is it? We have no boundaries. <laughs> no, there was. I think there was a better quote than it that. It was a better quote, but I lost it. But anyway, you get the idea. It was we something like, fuck boundaries. That's which it. is not necessarily what I agree with, but oh. that's fine. Okay, well, I, I think it's really important that we open up and share and communicate with each other and the world will be a better place. How's that? Good. And hopefully we can make you laugh and enhance your pleasure while we do it. And speaking of laughs, we have a hilarious comedian on the show. Wow, she's a main stage member of Second City, which is in Chicago, which is very cool. Yeah, I mean, all the major comics over the past several decades. From like John Belushi on. Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert. The, I mean, these are huge names came from Second City. And there's only like six main stage members at a time because it's their highest tier. And she's one of them. And her name is Ryan. Ryan Asher comes on the show. She tells us all about what it was like performing uh, as a comic on a cruise ship. Oh, my God. What hilarious. the love life was like there. And then we go into that. My favorite part was when we looked at your and her. Your and her? Basically, both of your Hinge profiles. Yes. So if you've been interested in online dating... This is hilarious. We dissect our profiles and and give little tips on how to improve them. And I rate them. By by give little tips, I basically mean my mother bashes mine. (laughs) It's a bit. I'm just telling you right now. I wasn't 100%. Yeah, it was a real bit. (laughs) Hilarious bit. It was. I wasn't like that critical, but you did wear a lot of like really weird shit. That is my wardrobe. Okay. You're basically wearing clown clothes on your your profile. Because I wear clown clothes in real life. But I think what we got out of it is that if you manifest who you who you want it's you're going to have a more likely of a chance of getting who you want and i tried to manifest at the end of this uh podcast which you'll hear and i sound like a dipshit doing it i recognize <laughs> that i just didn't have a really good idea of what i'm looking for and i think that that is That's really why i'm not with anyone right, right. now that that could be the problem yeah i so, there are many other adjectives that i would hope <laughs> my future partner has <laughs> instead of just curly hair wavy mother wavy hair okay in a yogi so we're not going to tell you too much more except that ryan is hilarious and you're gonna love this and yeah and you might hear about us on a main stage in second city soon yeah hopefully we'll be performing there soon also uh i will say that this was a fun one for me because very rarely do we have people come on the show who spend 
dr- years in a drought. Sex, a sex drought. A sex drought, which hey, I'm currently a, in. Is that a term, a sex drought? A sex drought, yeah. I thought, and, and did I just make that up too? Hashtag sex drought? No, we literally use it in this podcast episode. Oh, okay. Hashtag sex drought. You're always trying to hashtag. I know. Hashtag thirst trapper. No. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I give a shout out, by the way? Yeah, give, give a shout out. Okay. Wait, so, can I, wait, I didn't oh, even finish my thought. Oh, what's your thought? <laughs> Ryan is currently in a drought, so we were able to commiserate on oh, that. Oh, you have something in common. Oh. Actually, she is adorable, though. And uh, any guys out there, we're lucky to get her. Yeah. Brilliant. But, smart. Hilarious. So, uh, yeah. Can I move on to talk yeah, about... Yeah, I'm waiting for you to oh, do this. Oh, okay. So, I would like to give a shout out to Donald. Donald. Would you like to know who Donald is? Yeah. He is stationed in the Air Force in Southern California, Marine Valley March. Donald, uh, thank you for your service. And a shout out to all your Devil's Brigade. Hell yeah, Devil's Brigade. Thank you for your service. And we have other shout outs. I hope you're, all you guys are having good sex talk with your uh, moms and, and, and family members and the, the rest of the brigade members. Yeah. I'm sure you guys are actually. Anyway, if you what else is there to talk about on the on the platoon? Where are these guys? They're in Southern California. Okay, so that's not what I meant. But what go do you on. mean? Oh, where are they? Yeah, are they? What are? What are they based on? Where, where? Air Force Base. I just oh, told you. Oh, Air Force. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. Not a, not a okay. But also, we have another shout out. Yeah. To our Patreon. Is that a naked picture he sent you? No, just is you know the upper chest. Show, what the show, fuck you're getting show, all the, wait, showing off the biceps. <laughs> I, you're I just like it, casually it, giving shout outs and I look at your phone and he also sent you a fucking like it, it, nude selfie. I, I was just happy it wasn't a dick pic. But. <laughs> All right. We wanted to give a shout out to our news Patreon member, John. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, I, you're a friend of, of mine, a friend of my brother's and a friend of the show's. And you're and a super fan. Thank you so much for, for making our our podcast possible and, and for th- those of you who would like to know what patreon is it's basically a way that you can support us and get special bonus content which you'll hear today as well yeah we do an exclusive podcast just for our patrons called sex talk with my patrons and we give out stickers and all kinds of goodies so just check it out it's at sex talk with my mom and no, it's, it's, i mean it's at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom and that's in the episode description of this episode and i if if you don't want to shell out the three dollars to be a patron, I would ask you to please, if you're enjoying the show, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. They really mean the world to us. They help us out a ton. And I wanted to read one. If you're if you're down, mother, I'm so down. You're always down. I'm I don't always know down. why at this point I'm even asking. If you're I don't down. either because I love reviews. This one is from it's it's a uh, McKenna. So good! Exclamation point! Five stars. I love five stars. Love this podcast. In the past, I've definitely felt judged for not being more sexually open. Cam and Karen Lee prove that to be sex positive, all you have to do is be open and communicate with yourself and others. There's absolutely no judgment on this podcast, so I now find myself being way more open with others. Oh, special shout out to Cam's openness as a man and Karen Lee's insane vitality. Love to you both and all the open-minded and hearted listeners. Oh. Thank you, McKenna. McKenna, I feel like crying. That is beautiful. Oh, this is, I am so happy that this has made you more open. Oh, open is the key. Open is the and key. And the vitality. You a lot of the I like shame. the vitality. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. You're, you're very vital. I like to be vital. It's <laughs> better than being the other, the opposite. But I do want to say one other thing. What's really cool is that we 
if you are watching uh, or listening, I should say, to our podcast and do you take a picture, a selfie or just a picture of just the show itself and send it to us, we're going to give you a shout out on our Instagram feed. So like whatever you're doing, if, if you show that you're listening or, or even if you just tag saying I'm listening to Sex Talk with my mom, we will shout it out. We'll shout. We'll retweet it on our not retweet. We'll, we'll repost re- it on our Instagram we'll, story. We will definitely repost. We're at Sex Talk with my mom. So just you know, take a picture of your. We'd love seeing where little, you guys are when you're listening. Yeah, like a little screenshot of your. Uh, but don't be driving when you're doing it. But of your dashboard where it says Sex Talk with my mom, it'd be really cool to see that. All right. You can get creative. You get it. All right. On that note, I think we should let them have it, Mother. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the performances of Second Cities. Oh, oh. you are improving. I'm you know improving, that? aren't I? I'm very proud of you. Ryan Asher, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. Woohoo! <laughs> so pumped to have you. Yeah. I grew up going to Second City. I was a huge fan. It, it was big inspiration for me. I grew up going to Second City. It's been around for a long, long time. Yeah, it has. And you were part of Second City. Yeah. Tell us what you're, what are you doing over there? I'm on the main stage. So I'm in a show called Algorithm Nation or the Static Quo, a long title. (laughs) (laughs) And for our listeners, the main stage is their top stage. Yeah. She's big time. (laughs) Like, isn't it true that... I know for a fact, actually, that a lot of people from Second City end up on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. So many people. And then so many other, like, hugely famous people that didn't make it, like Stephen Colbert and Stephen Carell, like, never made it on SNL. So that's always my backup. If I don't make it, it's like, (laughs) I'll have a talk show then. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Stephen Carell is my number one in terms of, like what I would love my career to look like, which is why I'm doing this with you, mother. He did this with... Excuse me. Did he do it with his mom? Yeah, you didn't realize he had weekly sex talks with his mom, and now he is where he is. Wait, seriously? No, mom. (laughs) (laughs) He came to the show last year with his wife and children because his daughter was looking at colleges, and I mean, he is the nicest, twinkliest man. His wife is so cool and he just like looked into our eyes was like the show was amazing and it was like Uh i can go i can pass away (laughs) this is enough awesome yeah how how long have you been there um i've been on the main stage now for almost two years but i've worked for second city um since 2015 i started on a cruise ship Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, what was that like? It was a full nightmare. It is, <laughs> it is an ocean prison, and uh, you are locked in. Dan, why was it so bad? Well, um, one, oh, there's so many reasons. Like, we can just do this whole podcast about <laughs> that. But you are stuck living with some of America's worst, because we ported out of Florida. Oh. And you can't get off. And they treat the other employees there truly like slaves. It's like oh, people wow. from third world countries who are there and they put them five to a room and they're like adults with families who they're trying to make money to send oh. to back to their like children. And they like, it's just like a sexist, racist, homophobic, like horrible environment. <laughs> Is this all, are these all cruise ships or? I don't know. That's just what I gleaned from mine. Okay. And also thank you Second City. I loved working there, but <laughs> it was, it's wild. Cruise did, ships are wild. Did you hook up with the, the passengers? No, you're not allowed to. What happens But I had do? horrible sex on that cruise ship. That's for sure. Wait, so with other like members of the crew? Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> In a room of five? 
No, no, I have my own room. Different countries. He was uh, sadly uh, from Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm there, could have been anyone, and it was a weird man from Las Vegas. Oh no! Oh, it was so bad. How did you choose him? I think he chose me, and I said, <laughs> "Let's do this." <laughs> desperate times, desperate measures, baby. Uh, yes, I remember he had like a blue hoop nose ring, and I was like, "Here we go." <laughs> Here we go. Oh my god. It matches your blue eyes. Oh yes. I any anyone who has jewelry that matches my eyes, I will have sex <laughs> with. <laughs> Turns out. Um yeah. he worked for there's a show called Legends, which were celebrity impersonators. Oh wow. And he played the bass for this fake Aretha Franklin, fake Adele, and fake Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So was he Jimmy Buffett? Oh no. But the Jimmy Buffett guy, everyone treated like he really was Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> and every place the ship stopped they had a margaritaville and he'd just go in there and get free shit and was no. like barefoot all the time no way yes oh yes God, they probably thought he was jimmy Buffett. They people were they the, all three of those guys the aretha and the adele too people were like it's adele oh my god it's insane <laughs> and they wanted people to so you did you had your own room yes which was probably the size of two like i had a twin bed and then the rest of the room was as if i had one other twin bed no window, oh, fuck. underwater, like where the Titanic, like poor people live. <laughs> oh my God, it really sounds, and I've been on lots of cruise ships and some of them get really rocky. Yes. So we're down there rocking away. Yes. Oh, which man, gives you so nauseating. Crazy dreams. <laughs> what were you dreaming? I just like, it was the most vivid, like horrifying dreams because your body is like. You're back in the womb. Yes. It's like those s- deprivation tanks. Yeah, yeah. That's your room. Oh, I would have actually loved it. Yeah, actually, in truth, I remember the bottom areas are actually less rocky because you're kind of in the, like the yes. or whatever that is. I don't know. How do you but, but the thought of being under submerged, Ooh. it's it is terrifying. Yeah, that is so we. It is you're it's, like in a submarine. Yes, <gasps> yes, and it's all the same air that's like recirculated, oh, so you get sick because there's like the smoking floor where they can gamble. Oh my god! And there's no windows, so you never know. How you long never were you in uh, this penitentiary? For three months. <laughs> Holy fuck. Which normally they're four months or longer. So I lucked out. But Will damn. You, uh, you think you'll ever go on a cruise again? Absolutely no. Never, <laughs> never, no. Do you, so you, I was going to move on to how she got to the. No, I wanted to talk about cruise ship experiences. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I used to love going because you get to see so many different places. And it's a great place to take your kids like as a family because you don't have to worry except for them falling off the ship. Yes. Of where they're going to be at night and stuff like that. But I remember the last time we took a cruise, it was a horrible experience because I guess they were closing down the ship for renovations and the crew did not give a fuck about us. And they just like let the bathrooms go wild. And it was just like (laughs) the most disgusting, smelly experience. And I'm like, nobody gave a rat's ass. And then uh, that was the last cruise. So you're not making me want to jump back (laughs) on the board again. I think that's my one mission in life is like, let's not do cruises anymore (laughs) as a group. It's not certainly not a holiday. Yeah. Not a vacation. No, I think if you have kids, it's easier because there's like so many built in like shows and things to do. And then you can go see little places. It was just really hard because like one of our stops was Jamaica and it's like they built this port for like white Americans to come and like put on like dreadlock hats. It just felt very like <laughs> uh, arrived. Uh, yes. And just sort of like racist and sad. And then you walk like two feet out and it's like, oh, this is a third world country. 
Oh, and so dear. like, God, you, there's a story for that too because we. I know that I forgot. It's called Labadee or something like that. The island. Oh, uh, we were uh, Ochos Rios. Oh, okay. Well, yes, the Labadee actually was a made-up island. I think. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. And. Cam, you and your siblings and the rest of the families that had kids on board that you guys were friends with all took the meals that they gave you, like the barbecues, and you would go into that third world area and trade for like sculptures and, and canes and walking sticks and things like that. Do you remember this? I have like a very vague memory. It must have been like seven or eight Yes, you guys were little, and it was very, I thought, very entrepreneur-like to take the yes. food and <laughs> trade it for different objects. I, isn't that funny how this is what I remember about yes. Lava D? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. oh that is funny. not a good image. That's a really sad image, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Taking the free food and giving it. I should have just given it out. I should not have. In, in fairness, you probably were the one that did give it out, where the rest of the kids were like, uh-uh, I want that walking stick with that head on it. <laughs> I don't know how how altruistic I was when I was seven, but well, I don't know. Anyway, I want to get so you were you were on the cruise, yes, and somehow you made it to mainland. Yes, I did. How did that happen? Um, well, the cool thing about getting off the cruise um, is that we crossed the Atlantic Ocean at the very end, <laughs> so we were then locked in for eleven, twelve days, which was the fullest nightmare part because you can't get off at all. <laughs> oh wow and you go crazy but they dropped us off in barcelona so then i was in europe for the first time oh wow which was so cool so i got to travel for a little bit with my friends and then they flew us back to chicago when you travel are you someone that can easily meet people and hit it off um yeah i think so usually i'm with friends though so i feel like we don't really linger with people for a long time it's uh -huh. like you meet someone you talk and then like you and your friend go off yeah 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 um yeah yeah I think that's my experience too. I have an image of people traveling and just meeting people and having these wonderful romantic evenings with them. And I. Yeah, I've done that. Uh, yeah, I know you've <laughs> fucking done that. I literally have done that all the time. I think traveling. All the time? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm with D's. And you know, my boyfriend is like, he can talk to the, the wall and get response. So No, I'm talking about a, a single person going out finding someone that they're madly in love with and they have a wonderful romantic evening and then they go and they sail off the next day no that has never happened to me whoa that's surprising it happened one time on a cruise ship and it was a very bad experience actually i just <laughs> remembered <laughs> really horrible what like one of those nightmare one night stand experiences that was supposed to be like oh we just go kiss in the room and end up like we had sex and it was I felt icky afterwards and it was a vile experience same <laughs> <laughs> but then I lived on the cruise ship and this was like week two and I had to see him all oh, the time fuck. yeah I remember months. oh the guy was so immature that the the next day he like didn't even say hello to me I mean that's how bad it was it was a, uh, a, a horrible but then you learn from those experiences yes. Uh, we were on a twin bed and you know they have a TV at the end of the bed and the movie where Michelle Pfeiffer is the teacher who like saves the inner city kids. Do you know what movie I'm talking about? I yeah. think so. Dangerous Minds maybe something yeah. like that. That was on because when you're in the crew they play the same movie over and over so oh. that was on on repeat oh. <laughs> the whole time. Oh. <laughs> the whole time. At least you were in a bed. I don't even think I made it to the bed. I think I was like on a, on a chair outside looking at the ocean. That you sounds had, fun. You had a passenger room. She had a fucking Titanic under the water room. Yeah, in, a, in like, a tin can. It sounds like it's so like suffocating to be down there, and especially with another person in the room, too. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, 
it's bad. Can we move on to the fun stuff in Second <laughs> City? That sounds yeah. like way better than cruise ship stories. Go, go on. Uh, yeah, and then I came back to Chicago. <laughs> there we go. We'll move on. Now, then I was back in Chicago. Do you find... Is it very... An insular community? Is, do people, like, fuck each other within the cast and mm. within Second City? Uh, the comedy community is very insular. I think by the time I got to Chicago... Uh, back to Chicago from the cruise ship and started really working there. Like, cause once I got back, I was put basically on the touring company. Mm-hmm. It's so dangerous to have sex with each other because you're literally with each other all the time yeah, in a yeah. cast of six where most of us either had partners or were just like, had been having sex with other comedians for so long and got so messy in their past. It was like, not never again. <laughs> yeah. 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 In my comedy groups too, it's always been like, there's no way. We're like family at this point. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. I have to keep seeing you after yeah. this goes badly. <laughs> <laughs> and for my mental health, I can't do that. I always recommend, because I have another YouTube channel, and I always recommend do not. You have to think about the consequences of having sex with anyone that you work with, because you the job is probably more important than the actual sex is going to be. Yes. And now on the main stage, we do eight shows a week. We only have Monday nights off. And you're stuck in a, again, a small space where we all sit backstage every day. And it's like, that would be awful. I'm not good at that. I like after it goes badly, if then it feels weird, I'll be so mad. (laughs) It's like, I, I'll be rude. I don't want to be rude. Yeah. If, if I have a bad sexual encounter, it is so hard for me to go back to any normal status quo afterwards. Yeah. It is terrifying. I would like to ask the listeners if you guys had a bad sexual encounter with in the workplace. Let's hear. Oh yes. Yes, text mom. That's her number. How do you like that? That's fun. <laughs> That's fun. So, are you? What is your status right now? Are you single? Are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm single. And it's, it's a big funny. nod. You missed a big yeah. nod. Just yes. <laughs> no, it's just funny to be here because I'm also in the middle of a dry spell. So it's oh. just like funny to be here talking about sex when I'm not having it well story of my life <laughs> wait what is a dry spell for you it's been like a year okay. which is a is um sad to say out loud me too it sounds like you too D- and i <laughs> fucking have to talk about it every every twice a week i'm so, so sorry you chose this <laughs> yeah, i know i know yeah, yeah. Bad for me. yeah yeah so why why a year um because i think a lot of it just really has to do with my job i I'm literally there every night and I'm not having sex with them. Yeah. And then I also don't like the dating apps at all Yeah. because I also teach improv. And then I feel weird with like audience members. We get like 300 people a night that I'm not like going to go out and enjoy talking to an audience member who's like, Hey, like funny stuff. It just (laughs) immediately. I'm like, ew. Has that happened? Do people hit on you after the show? They do. They do. But I don't really put myself out. Like if I go out to the bar where where they all mingle afterwards, it will happen. But I don't really do that uh, anymore because I'm like I want to go home. I'm tired. Yeah, do you remember we we interviewed a guy named Ry Dune and he said he went through a period of like always having sex with the you know the the groupies afterwards or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I think after a while he just like kind of outgrew it. Yeah, I do remember that. I uh, I. Th- I think that would be a fun situation to be in, though, to, to have people wanting to. Yeah, it's also I think it's more a more a guy thing. Like I mm. really don't think it doesn't. It happens every now and then, but not very often. Like the weird guys are like, yeah, <laughs> I liked you when you played that teenage boy on stage, you know. But like, did that really happen? 
Oh, they know that was an exaggerated experience. But like, uh, mostly women love it when men are funny, and a lot of men aren't like horny for a character actress. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is very interesting. Like double standard there. Oh yeah. That I I, I thought it was going to be the opposite actually. Where you. I think you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely am attracted to like funny guys on stage. Yeah. But I'm attracted to funny girls on stage. If, you know, I don't know. I, I, either In any case, it would be very uncomfortable uh, for me to go up to someone. And, but what I, that, what I was thinking was like, oh, you have like uh, an immediate thing that you can talk about with this person. Yeah. So that's why it's like it makes it a little easier to approach someone that you just saw perform. So I heard you say you teach improv and yeah. I like improv for dating. I think it's such a good, like I, t- I, t- I tell a lot, of, a lot of the guys, if you want to like get out of your head, take an improv class because it, you, it teaches you not to think. And I think people yeah. should be able to be like, just able to speak without thinking. Cause some, once you get into the head, then they clam up and they don't know what to say. Yeah. I think that's really good advice actually. If it's like, and also not being afraid of looking stupid or putting yourself out there. Because I think that's all just like fear of like, I'm going to say something wrong or I'm going to look stupid. And it's like when you're doing improv, nothing could be lamer. <laughs> like you're just like playing pretend for no money. <laughs> so it's sort of as an adult. So I like to be like, remember, like this is dumb and goofy. So just like enjoy yourself because otherwise you're paying to be uncomfortable in this room of adults. Very good. Good point. Do people <laughs> fall in love with each other or you in those improv classes? With me as the teacher? Yes. I I don't know. <laughs> I no, believe I th- that they all did. <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't. That's also another huge boundary of like, I would never, ever. Yeah. And there's so many gross dudes who like don't really make it. They stick around. They're like, I'll teach improv. I'll get power and then I'll fuck young women. Yeah. And it's such a problem. I had a teacher like that. And I was like, dude, this is disgusting. I I can see you flirting with your students right now. Yeah. And then he like passed those girls on to like the next round. Or or I think he might have even held some of them back so he can teach them again. It was fucked. It was like not good. It's like a power dynamic. Yeah. Which is also how I feel like after someone's seen me on stage, if they come up, it's like they haven't seen me first. They've seen this other thing. Which, like, I'm fully myself on stage, but it's, like, you know, it's sort of like a pedestal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's, I would rather go on a date or, like, meet someone who meets me first than have them watch me do that and be like, wow. Yeah, totally. You know? Why don't you like dating apps? I get, I get so immediately, like, turned off, like, by all of it. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's just, like, a picture... I, I'm trying them again. So like my friends, my female friends are like, you need to do this. And my (laughs) therapist is like, please do this. (laughs) Well, no, they're just sort of like, you should put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. I'm like, fine, fine. So I get on there, but then like, I just like a guy being like, hey, cute pics. I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Hinge is better, I think. Yeah. That's the one that I'm trying. Yeah. Because that kind of forces you to have better conversations i think yeah so so tell me about hinge it's just it, it i think it's called hinge because it hinges on like a mutual friend that you share with someone that's what i've heard but i don't know how they do that i don't know either well it connects your you don't have a mutual friend <laughs> yeah. yeah you get no matches <laughs> yes. yeah i don't have facebook on. anymore so i'm like oh. does the system just still have all of my <laughs> oh i don't know or maybe it's a big lie 
Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, the reason Hinge is supposed to be like the better dating app is because it allows you to... It, it shows more of your personality, I think. And you only get like a specific amount per day that you can swipe through. So it's not like... I got it. But I got to say, I'm, when I was on the dating app, I found this one guy who was so sarcastic and, and so funny. He was it, Like his whole profile was, I just got out of prison. And I'm dying to meet somebody. And that, of course, attracted me. So maybe... How did you know that was a joke and not real? Because that you could tell he was like a lawyer or something. It was it was definitely, you know, his pictures and whatever. You could tell he was just totally... It was such a funny outlandish story. I, I, I don't remember the details, but I just like went after him like, like a, you know, like full throttle ahead. <laughs> full throttle. So you Never ended up meeting this guy. Oh, oh, you still remember him by the funny profile. Yeah, so that's my point. Is so, like, Ryan, you should definitely use your sense of humor in your profile. I do. I mean, I totally do, but that's the same thing of, like, I think so many dudes on there are like, where's, like, a, a young woman I can fuck? And I'm like, look at this weird picture. <laughs> and they're like, no. You and Cam, you should, you should share each other's, uh, like, profile we'll pictures. We'll help each be- other. Because Cam puts, like, the worst pictures on. Should we pull them up? Oh my god, yes, oh, yeah. we can do that. All right. I don't. Oh my god, yes, this is funny. And we'd like to take a quick second to thank our sponsor, Care of. Ooh, I love Care of. Care of is a personalized vitamin subscription service that my mother and I both love to pieces. Oh, we do. Well, so here's here's the issue. You don't know what kind of vitamins to take. I have no clue. So what do you do? Well, I, I'll tell you. I don't go to one of those vitamin stores because I get completely overwhelmed and I just start taking vitamins that end up causing some erectile issues. <laughs> what I tell you I will do is I go to takecareof.com. I take a five-minute survey. They tell me exactly what my diet lacks, and then they send me little packets of personalized vitamins. And then what I love about it is normally I am running out of all the vitamins that I need. Yeah. I need like 10 every day. <laughs> and then when I do have them, I forget to take them with food. So I, what I tend to do is I put them in my pocket. And, and with just loosely in my pocket. So one time I took the whole, I take them all at once. So I take the whole bunch of them out of my pocket and I think I swallowed a lint ball at the same time. So You what ate ca- a lint ball? Yes. No. So, so what Care Of does is they make individual packets with my name on it, with a little quote or saying of the day. And then inside are my little vitamins that I take in every day without having to worry about lint balls. I, <laughs> without having to worry about lint balls, as we all do. So guess what our special lovely listener they are offering you a special deal. Is it a 50% off the first month deal? Yes. For 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter promo code MOM50, M-O-M-5-0. Get healthy, baby. Okay. I used I used a dating app. I used to do shows in DC during the summer, and that's when it was really fun because I lived in a hotel for two months. Oh. I knew I was going to be leaving. I could be like, "I'm just here for two months. You can come to my hotel. This is fun." And they were, all the guys were so much nicer to me because they they would even like afterwards they'd be like they would text like, "How are you today? What's going on?" Oh. And I was like, "You know, I'm leaving." The expiration dating. Yes. Oh, is that a thing? That's a term I Turns like. Out. Look at that. Did you make that up as expiration date? By the way, that's a cute picture of you, Cam. I know this. It's happening. This picture, okay. This picture was give was taken to me by an ex girlfriend, and I feel guilty using it. No, uh, whatever. Well, what if she's she gone. sees this? 
Okay. Then you can talk to each other on Hinge. I forgot how bad my profile <laughs> actually is, but uh, <laughs> oh, that's also I take pictures obviously of the worst ones and send them to my friends, and I forgot, but I just got a text. Um, this is my favorite. <laughs> oh my god! It is, is that you in an afro? No, this is someone else. Oh, this is a man's profile. That is incredible. This is, is that you? you? No, that's not me. <laughs> I, I have terrible vision. I can't see anything. I, I thought that was your profile. So, no, it's a white man with an afro holding a guitar, and it says, "Never have I ever eaten seafood." <laughs> it's You're funny. Like, I, that is really. Funny. Cam does that kind of stuff too, though. I, you think that guy's joking? Oh, no, all of his things were, like, extremely sincere. (laughs) (laughs) And all of his pictures were that man. I would have actually gone out with that guy if if I had seen that. Okay, so who should be... Do you want to be the uh, arbitrator? Yeah, how do we look at our own? I forget. I thought there's a view button. Where's the view button? I'm not going to start with me. Okay. Cam has a really cute picture that was taken by his ex, actually. Isn't that cute? Good, yeah, yes. So far, so good. I'm looking for an actual hinge. My door has been leaning <laughs> askew for days now, and no one on here seems to be of any use. Uh, oh. pretty, what do you think of that joke, Mother? Nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, thoughts on that joke? I think it's good. I, I think it's a good one. It is like he's making a joke. It's very cringe <laughs> yeah. in my opinion. Yes. It, it's, I, I think of this as like a super bad joke, actually, That in that... It, on purpose. It, on purpose. So now I'm yeah. even self-aware, but I might need to remove that immediately. Okay. Okay. What? <laughs> By El Gore's new book. Okay. And what is it? The Clitoral Truth. The Clitoral Truth. Okay. That's kind of funny. You, Ryan, thoughts on this picture? I this, think it's... You, and you can really tear no, it apart yeah. if you think that this profile is horrible. I don't think it's horrible. I, I don't think I would. I don't <laughs> think I would resounding. read. I don't think I would read clitoral truth off oh, of that. I yeah. would just be like, he's holding a thing. I think I, I also swipe through so fast normally uh, that yes. I'm like. I also am not keen on the shirt. Did you buy that at the thrift store? That's a good shirt. Thank you. That was actually uh, given to me as a, <laughs> a, a gift from your ex. No, that was a character I was playing that I needed this shirt for. So. Now I wear it. A character shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's a character shirt. It's one of my ca- many character shirts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it says I'm a podcaster. I went to Stanford. I'm a Buddhist Jew, liberal. Uh, this is a photo that you I took. T- I took that picture. It's, I have to say it's That's a very a good, good one. picture. It's normal. The next picture's odd. First of all, <laughs> I th- are, you, are you wearing boxers? No, those are just short blue shorts. Really short shorts. He's like in front of a fun wall or on the ground. On the ground. <laughs> one or, one on or the a, other. I was splayed out after a long day wearing a uh, referee shirt, a soccer referee shirt. To show, hey, he does sports. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a humongous lie. An- another character shirt. <laughs> oh my God. You can't only I, be wearing character shirts. <laughs> I did not realize that my whole wardrobe are, is just costumes. Okay, the next. Oh. Unusual skills, mime. Thoughts? Are you really? Yeah, that is unusually yes, a he mime. Is. Yeah. yeah, thank you. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> She's in love. Okay, the next picture is a side profile of you laughing. I hate when people put sunglasses on because it doesn't show the the eyes are the soul and you can't see your eyes. But it's also like, look, I'm outside sometimes. <laughs> and you do have one hair sticking straight up like alfalfa I, what 
I think you are reflected in my glasses in this photo. Now that's deep and beautiful. I I, I love that picture. Now that's something. I have my mom in my eyes. Oh my god! I don't. I, <laughs> I don't always. I don't always streak, but when I do, it's surprisingly graceful. Now, here's a very odd picture. You have a, a little Chinese. Oh, that's fun. Child poking at your head on an airplane. <laughs> Thoughts but on she, that? She's cool. She is cute. She's right? cool. I like her. I, again, I don't like the fact that it's focusing away from you and onto some cute little Chinese doll. She is adorable. Isn't she so cute? Oh, God. But it's sort of is like he, he knows she's cute. Yeah, I think that... The- and I, so many guys have kids in there, yeah. in their pictures, but they'll always be like, nah. <laughs> I'm an uncle, by the way. And it's like, all right, yeah. chill. <laughs> <laughs> not impressed. Yeah. Do we, I don't know if I would assume that this is my child. No, not that one. No, <laughs> no. No, that's not your child. And by the way, half of your face is cut out of the picture. But we've I, seen the face. You've so seen many my of face. The you fine. approve of this last. That's one. fine. Yeah. And uh, it, what you can't see is that I'm wearing a normal shirt and not a character shirt. I don't believe you it. for one second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so overall, out of ten, you would rate this a this profile. Yeah, that's a nine out of ten. You did a great job. Thank you. Yes, good job. I give it a four. Oh what the fuck? I like some more like manly pictures. What this you is want him holding a fish? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I can't. You can't kill fishes. No. What would you have improved in this? Um, I just would have liked something that is a little bit serious about yourself. The first one taken of my You're by my ex. Mine. <laughs> I like the picture, but that i'm looking for an actual hinge my door has been leading us what do they need to know i mean you're gonna hate me because all my answers are just i can't take these questions seriously i couldn't be like what am i looking for well i agree i like i like the the humor yeah you said you you remembered this guy's fucking profile Uh, all right take it back i give it a six (gasps) i don't understand why it's not a full nine or ten because of these really nerdy shirts and, sh- and costumes and sh- the short shorts. I mean, in the sunglasses with me in the background. <laughs> uh, All right, you're going to have to start taking better pictures of me. This so you want answer. him like in leather on a mountain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, making a table? Yodeling, preferably. Uh, yes, yes. All right, okay, let's check yours out, Ryan. You're going to hate it. Here we go. My oh I, my god! It's so funny to actually look over because I haven't looked at this in a long time. I know because you, you just swipe and then you don't I never realize. Look at my own. Yeah. Okay. okay Cute photo to start at at a restaurant. Okay. Yes, I eat. By the way, it's actually a cute face. Uh, I'll brag about you to my friends if you are a millionaire. Period. <laughs> Wear two hats at once. Period. Are a frog. <laughs> That is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> I did not get any hilarious on mine. This is big, <laughs> huge. It, the thing is that I just met Ryan. I had I known you all your life, so I mean, I find her hu- humorous. There's a pretty picture. Uh, it's actually a cool picture because she's looking at herself in the mirror, so you can see her her face and her, the back of her hair. So that's a cool picture. Wearing a cool shirt, actually. Yeah. Tis a dress, it, and it's not cool. a character shirt. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a very unusual and shows creativity. What do you think? I I give it ten out of ten. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. Comedian. The job is comedian with the uh, halo. Halo. Yeah. So that gives us some personality there. Wait, you missed some, this part. It shows that she drinks. 
<laughs> I mean, I, that part's so weird to me. Well, but also, if I see people like no drinking, then I'm like, well, I can't go on a date with you. Yeah, no, and no drinking. I, I actually, we skipped over that part for me. I think I have a, just a no smoking sign. <laughs> yes, I think because like it's like, do you do drugs? Do you smoke weed? I was like, I mean, sure, but I don't need it to be like, yes, no. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, there's also like a pill icon. The pill like, one is like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, I do prescription drugs on a daily basis. Yes. By the way, if I was doing two confessions, it would be me. That is, that is, you're do you're doing prescription drugs all the time. Not all the time, just when I can't sleep at four o'clock in the morning, which is every night. And they have that as an option. You could say yeah. yes or no. Yeah, that that's for you, mother. <laughs> Uh, the next dress, the next dress, the next picture is an interesting picture because you're wearing a cute dress. Making a very silly face. Making a silly face. And there's instruments behind you. A banjo. Yeah. What's, what's going on there? I can't play any of those. They aren't mine. <laughs> <laughs> that was just from a Thanksgiving where all of my girlfriends were like, one at a time, fashion photo near the instruments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that pose that we were just... We were just listening. We were just listening to another podcast that was talking about this pose, the, the hand on the. I'm hip doing it right. That now. you're doing right now. What does that mean? I don't know, but it, I I think that most people do this uh, in in photos to like get a good angle or something like that. But this might just be your normal. Yeah, I don't know. Resting position. I don't know. I didn't know. I wasn't really listening. When photos happen, I I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? So I think <laughs> I switch sort of around until it happens. <laughs> I think people have trouble with the hands. No, like, what do I? It's so that your arms looks like. Like thinner. I think if yeah. you do that, yes. I don't know if I did that on purpose, but <laughs> probably. Okay. Next <laughs> statement. Let's debate this topic. Now this, I, I, I may get a demerit. Ass period. That's it. Ass period. What? I don't. Th- I think I that's know. a pro. That's a plus. Uh, I think see, that's hilarious. That's what I really have to change that one because I was like, you get all these like prompts, and I'm like, I don't know what to say, and that was my last one i think i was like i don't know and i just like wrote ass but i get so many i get so many guys like yeah i'm all ass i love ass stuff and i'm like i mean that people are gonna say like do you like anal i mean i know which i didn't think about which is stupid on my part okay the next picture yes this is where we get gets the uh, a like a for creativity and F for weird. Click on it. You have to click on it. Just hanging after a shower. He he. It's. I don't even. Please describe what is going on. This is food. I think this is food, right? Oh yeah. I found eggs. I found this picture on Instagram. It's a lady made out of like chicken and eggs, and I think it's so bizarre. It is so weird. So funny. It's a plate full of food. It it looks disgusting, actually. Yeah. It's eggs for for boobs. Yeah, but it looks sort of like a naked lady and i think at that point because it kept being like you have to have six photos and i was like i don't want to m- pick anymore at this point at this point you're getting a, li- you're a little oh, yeah you went oh off. yeah you went off the hinge just wait you're okay. gonna hate the next oh, one. Oh, you should leave a comment if you are afraid of sea creatures oh yeah that's real that's the only real statement <laughs> <laughs> are you afraid of sea creatures i think they're awful i think they're from space and they're here to kill us oh wow <laughs> and then the last picture <laughs> what the fuck what who? That's the child actor Beans from uh, Even Stevens. What he looks like now, which no I think way. is fascinating. He looks like my friend. That- oh, oh no, I <laughs> thought it was like Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know what the fuck you thought Leonardo that Dicap- guy was. Leo oh. DiCaprio. I had no idea who that was. 
It's beans. It's beans. Ooh. Okay. It's beans. So, well, what do you rate this? This yeah. photo? You, you probably rated it a ten out of ten. I think so. I th- oh my it, god! It, you got good photos and shows you're very funny. So well, that's I, good. I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I think that the, I, no, you guys the, can be honest about the, the, the food picture. The uh, <laughs> the food picture was a little disturbing, but oh, I thought yeah. it was funny. The beans one, I the beans one I can go either way on. It's more interesting than it is that made me than make me laugh. It goes with your Al Gore's. What was that called? Clitoral old truth. Yeah. I just thought that was a beautiful picture of me. You know what's weird? Neither of you guys knew we were going to be doing this, and you both had the weirdest fucking <laughs> yes. profiles I've ever seen in my life. It much different even than that real funny one that I was telling you about. So, what do you rate this profile? Uh, I um, <laughs> there were some attractive pictures which I liked. So she doesn't get a total. She doesn't get yes, a total yes. merit for having the the one with the chicken in the in the eggs and the ass. But I can't give her a full. I can't give her the full ten. I'll give her uh, a, between a seven and a point five. A seven point five and an eight. I'll take it. Whoa! You give me a four to start. You are wearing costumes in every picture. I'll and take the short it. shorts do not look that manly to me. All right. I wish I could see your fucking profile, which Aww. would just be you in like lingerie. Yeah, thirst trapping the shit out of it. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I think it's so hard for me to take them seriously that I obviously like overcorrect and put like weird things at the bottom because I'm like, I the whole thing feels like such a contrived every profile I see where like people are I don't know, I can't take it seriously. So I Completely feel like agree. it's hard for me, which is like something i will talk to my therapist about like why can't you just be vulnerable and i'm like sure no (laughs) but yeah no i agree when i see someone's profile and they're just taking it extremely seriously i'm like this person is boring yeah this is gonna not be a fun date i i agree with this yeah and i think if i think in my mind it's like if you can see if you can like see those weird things at the end and be like all right then yes (laughs) yeah they're i like really depends on who you're trying to attract. If you want to attract another comedian, then you do that kind of thing. If you want to attract, if you <laughs> want to attract, if you want to attract like this hot hunk of a guy who basically doesn't have much of a personality, you're not going to get him. I, but and, but if I were to attract a hot hunk of a guy and then meet up with him and then he's like, "What's up?" and then I have to like <laughs> talk to him first, I would just be like, "Oh god." It's so hard for me to get past like the mental like I I can't just like I wish I could just turn it off and be like, I'm going to fuck a hunk. <laughs> I, I, I know. I agree with you. Sometimes they're so fucking boring. You could just like throw up. Although yeah. one of them was like number five in like tennis in the world and he was hot. And I, didn't, I didn't care if he couldn't speak English. Well, if he can't speak English, that makes it kind of easier because you're like, we don't, re- then it's like, we can't talk. So, so good. I'm just going to assume you're really interesting. When I, yes. You're very boring. Yeah. Yes. Like he is not speaking English, but here, here's the, <laughs> I think what I realized now, I I think I'm coming up with an idea for you guys. There should be an app just for comedians, like a dating app for comedians. But then that would be like, that's the opposite. Then it would be like only bits and it would just be like a nightmare. And I think I need like a weird scientist man who's like, I think you're funny, but I'm (laughs) a scientist. And I'll be like, cool. So you you don't want to date a comedian. I've dated too many. (laughs) And what's the verdict? Um... It's just either they aren't funny enough. Oh, interesting. <laughs> or, so like that is a thing. Or there's like competitive stuff. Like if I get stuff, something, or if they mm. don't. 
Or it's just like, I think it would be good for me because I am so work oriented to have someone who's like, oh, I support you, but I also don't care. So that then I could like think about other things or mm. do other experiences and learn other, other things. Yeah. Otherwise, I think I could easily go into like a deep hole of just like always talking about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. feel you. I, and I think that's a, I wonder if that's a really common thing in all careers. If you, uh, I don't know, maybe with a doctor, like two doctors together. Yeah. Mm, maybe. I don't know. That's a good question. Like, do you date outside of your own career? And and if you are dating someone who is in the comedy field, then you're always doing bits. It, I mean, yeah. But, but then I I do know there are like couples out there that are always doing bits and they're they're doing well. Like Jimmy yeah. Kimmel and Sarah, okay, they they aren't together <laughs> anymore. Never mind. I mean, I love doing bits. I love goofing around all of the time. But also, I mean, so many of my friends who are comedians now, we have extremely real talks also. Because now that we're all like 30, it's like not just like, I'm a cowboy, <laughs> you know? No, you don't need to <laughs> prove that you're funny to yeah. people you already know. Yeah. Tom Segura and Christina. That's who, yeah. Yes, that's who I was talking Yeah, exactly. So you need a Tom Segura. Uh, so these are other comedian podcasters. I was like, who is that? Yeah. yeah I'm the, just sitting here. I was about to pretend like I knew. And like, no, no. What? They're other comedian podcasters, but they are both stand-ups and their schedules kind of work out because... Yeah. They, they're doing the same shit that's great i mean i think like first of all i would date anyone who i'm like oh this i connect with you and this is great right. like if yes, they're comedian yes. sure but it might be cool to date anyone else because i've only dated comedians or theater people uh you yeah. need to go find a scientist yes you know it's interesting because i was working with this guy in the video business and he says to me I, he he had been divorced and he'd been like dating for like several years and he's like i'm manifesting he didn't say that, that mm. this is like a buzzword right now it wasn't then he was like, I'm, I'm visualizing this, this perfect woman. She's going to be like having the same hours as me because, you know, he works nights as a wedding videographer. She's going to be really good looking. He's, he wasn't really good looking. <laughs> she, he, she's not going to have kids because he already had kids. He didn't want to support any more kids. She's um, going to just like be so much fun. And she's going to be so cool. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? And where do you think you're going to find this dream girl? You know, I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you know he found a wedding photographer who is fit every single one of those descriptions and they are happily married for like 12 or 15 years right now? I am totally into this woo-woo shit. I am fully yes. on board with people. I, I told you the other day in the car that people do not, including myself, think of what we want and like imagine specifically what it would look like and what, it's, what it is. And if we were to do that more often and kind of just repeat that in our minds over and over again... That shit will come. All right, let's do it. Let's start right now. Yes. Okay, Ryan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd just like to say, okay, Ryan, visualize this ideal man. Yes. What would he or he or she, whatever you're looking for, what would he look like, sound like? Oh uh, what, what would be his demographic? What would it be his career? Uh, how educated would be? For sure. uh, no, let's, let's hear what she has to say. Like, <laughs> like, like, seriously, like visualize who this person would be and describe him. I don't even know. That's like so hard. For, I like, I think he'd have to be, he'd just have to, one, he'd have to make me laugh for sure. A funny scientist. <laughs> A funny scientist who um, also works really hard and who my friends like, who's nice to my friends, oh, <laughs> who's that's good to good. my friends. That's, that's, that's. If you're going to be my lover. Yes. And 
me with my friend. Yeah. Uh, no, but that's interesting. So why a scientist? <laughs> I don't why, know. Why a I scientist? And what type of science? Yeah, I think we need to get specific on the scientist. The specific scientist. Okay. Ooh, he's in a lab. <laughs> Ooh, he's, oh, he's mixing uniform stuff. In a lab coat. He's mixing stuff together in tubes. I think because I was so bad at science, that was like the one thing that was like, I don't get it. Well, here you go. Then why don't you mm-hmm. hang out like at the <laughs> University of Chicago outside the labs over there? And just start rapping with people. Just talk oh, to men up when they come out of the building. And, <laughs> and pretend you're interviewing them for some stupid uh, Second City or something. You know, people are like totally impressed with the Second City logo or something. And you can meet someone. And then if they had a, a somewhat of a personality, there might be one out of... It's a numbers game. Yeah, I mean, the thought of them being like, that woman's outside again. <laughs> <laughs> the woman in like the character shirts is outside. She keeps saying she's here for Second City, but <laughs> she seems really. too horny. <laughs> She's here. Oh. Yeah. You have to check in with us if you find this scientist. One hundred percent. You're the first people I'll tell. You, I, honestly, I think I give it within six months. You will find your scientist. Yes. And now, Cam, why don't you just do, you know, manifest this perfect woman? Oh, <laughs> God. His eyes are closed. She's got to be like a Buddhist. That's for sure. I, I was thinking a yogi. <laughs> I was thinking yogi. Uh, also with a very good sense of humor. Yeah. For some reason, I'm seeing wavy hair, but that could change, you know, that could... Hair changes, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have very low, <laughs> low standards. Standards, right wavy hair. Yogi. <laughs> so any woman out there <laughs> who's ever done yoga before. Funny yogi. And who has access to a beautician who can make like light curls and waves. Um... Career-wise, um, I think I'm open. I think it's hard. It's, uh, you know what? It, I, I struggle with this. Is probably why I'm not finding anyone because I don't have a dream person out there right now. So I think that's all I got going right now. <laughs> you need a nice Wait, mathematician. A yogi with wavy hair and who, what was the third qualification? And makes you laugh. And by the way, those might not be consistent with each other. But as consistent as a scientist with the sense of humor too. I mean, science is funny. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm actually seeing someone right now with with those qualifications. I realize. Look at that. You're seeing it. It might happen. It might happen. So maybe I've already manifested, and that's why I'm having such a block. I have to go inward and 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 really figure it out. See it. All right. We're coming up on time over here. <laughs> we didn't even get to our rapid fire sex questions. Yeah. Really? So, could we save this for our Patreon bonus episode? No, let's do rapid fire really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I'm like excited and nervous about this. It's like, what? Oh. Yeah, but don't, you know. <laughs> all right. I'll pass on this whole experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how, how did you learn about sex growing up? Oh, my God. Um, uh, I was raised Unitarian, so when you're in seventh grade, they have a program called Our Whole Lives. So for the whole year, they teach you about sex. Um, I'm talking, we watched like a slideshow of line drawings of like people having sex. So it'd be like threesomes, lesbians, gay men, Straight sex, a boy in a wheelchair jerking off, like literally everything. We had a condom relay. We had to put condoms on like dildos. Holy fuck. My, the best part is we had this like uh, this like brunch where we met 
trans men and women who like came in and just like talked to us about their experience. It's oh very cool. God. It's like at the time it was horrible and mortifying and I was like, I don't want to do this. But it's very cool. Unitarian Universalist. Mm-hmm. I think this is the best religion. It is. We just we've been doing a lot with different religions and there it's effect on people's sex uh, yeah. for the rest of their life. But you're the first one who actually had a positive experience. It was very positive. And it was like that thing of you know, I'm a kid, I don't want to go to church on Sunday, whatever. But it was like all different kinds of people. There's very queer like congregation of people and it's beautiful. It was beautiful. Okay, next question. Yeah. Wait, do you know what Unitarian Universalist is? No, but we're rapid firing here, so we got to move on. <laughs> yeah. I'll find out, and we'll, and we'll let you know. So in three words, how would you describe the first time you had sex? Um, college, dorm, f- sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> really Tell us about your most memorable sex experience. Oh, my or God. Or whatever just flashed before your eyes. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Uh, Holiday Inn, <laughs> Virginia Beach, it was in a stairwell, and it was with this English guy who worked at a summer camp with me. Oh. I love stairwell sex. Next mm-hmm. question. <laughs> I've had it. Uh, what is the number one thing that turns you on? What is the visual or sound that arouses you most? Oh, my God. I just think one, the, once it, once you, like, start making out, it's like, let's go. I'm just, like, every time, like, let's do the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is my mother in a nutshell as well. Just, like, immediately, I'm never, like, let's stop here. <laughs> I, I always think I'm going to stop, and then it ends up not. No. Uh, what is that? What's your greatest asset in the bedroom? I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm done for it. I, like, love, have. I just want to have fun. Oh, that is yeah. a good... Yeah. We don't hear that a lot. Just wanted to have fun. Yeah. I just think it should just be like fun and like, let's get weird. (laughs) (laughs) How do you choose who to have sex with? I mean, if I'm like, we both want to have sex with each other. (laughs) I don't don't know. I don't like pick like you. (laughs) How many people have you slept with? Oh, I think 18. I think that's a specific number. I think I used to like because I talked to someone about this recently, so I was Uh, like, we were going over it, and I was like, yeah, I think eighteen. Yeah, I use it instead of counting sheep. I like count my partner. What sexual orientation do you identify with? How about gender identity, if any? Oh well, I mean, I identify as a female, and so far my experiences have all been heterosexual but like whatever if something happens let's go (laughs) (laughs) is there anything you haven't tried um i haven't tried a lot of like toys and stuff oh you gotta try those yeah i know (laughs) what's your preference when it comes to anal we know about your ass (laughs) debate ass um i don't have a huge preference i'm like sort of into it but i don't think i've had very many like good experiences with it so it's like again open to have fun (laughs) How often do you watch porn and what's your opinion on it? I don't watch it very often, actually. I don't really like it. But my friend showed me this woman. Do you know Erica Lust? I know Kendra Lust. Erica Lust does this. Um, f- she's a filmmaker and she's foreign and she makes really good porn. <laughs> oh, interesting. It's really good. I think I've heard of her, actually. Yeah, you have to pay for it, but it's like, yes, it's like beautifully shot it. and it's like women love it because it's like very, it's not like nasty like brightly lit scary mm-hmm. porn it's like very good i think someone once recommended we interview her she's very cool so when was the last time you had sex are you, we already talked about this yeah a year ago thousands right. of years ago <laughs> have you ever walked in on a parent or vice versa no 
And no, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> what is the biggest red, red flag for you? Um, like with sex? Uh, I guess in, in getting into a relationship. Uh, I don't know. I, it's like a vibe thing. I feel like this one's hard to explain because like there's so many different kinds of red flags that like you can just like feel where it's like, I don't think I like that. The guy that I had sex with on the cruise ship when we were kissing, he started moaning like immediately. And I remember being like, it's like, we haven't done anything yet. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Why are you basically screaming? <laughs> yes. Moaning while, while kissing is a big red flag. Yeah. Okay. So oh, we, we need to wrap it up, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been we so had such fun. a good time. Yeah. This has been such a treat. I did not know what to expect. And this is like so great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, where can people find your work if they want to? get in touch with you or, or follow you um they can find me literally every night but monday at the second city on the main stage in algorithm nation but follow me on like instagram and twitter at reen machine it's reen underscore machine r-e-e-n oh yeah r-e-e-n underscore machine yeah and you put up some funny vid- videos there which oh is, yeah we we love them thank you so much for coming on this has been so much fun thank you for having me <laughs> Stay tuned because we're going to do a Patreon bonus episode. Oh, yeah. And we're continuing with the podcast recommendations at the end of our episodes. We would love to introduce you to Holly Randall Unfiltered. Holly Randall is a leading erotic photographer and overall badass filmmaker. And her podcast, Holly Randall Unfiltered, destigmatizes and demystifies the entire adult industry. Hope you guys enjoy this trailer of Holly Randall Unfiltered. Hey guys, I'm Holly Randall and I am an erotic photographer, director, and producer. I started a podcast called Holly Randall Unfiltered where I interview the biggest names in the adult industry. My goal with this show is to show the world what the adult industry is really like and what really happens behind the scenes, what these porn stars are actually like as people not just as performers and show the world this is a real job we actually take it seriously and we have a lot of fun doing it at the same time so make sure that you tune in to holly randall unfiltered you can find it anywhere you get your podcasts on itunes soundcloud google play stitcher you name it and come learn what the porn industry is actually like